Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The results are in and Governor Gavin Newsom will remain governor of California. UT political columnist Michael Smolens joins me to discuss the results and talk about what the future may hold. Michael, the election was called for Newsom last night, almost right after the polls closed. Um, you know, why, why was that? And then what can you tell us about the results? Well, first, in a personal sense, that was the earliest I went to bed ever on election day. (laughs) It it was over. And frankly, most people thought it was over before the polls closed. Uh, Speaking of polls, you know, they were up and down throughout the summer. But the last round uniformly showed uh, the recall losing by double digits, sometimes as much as 20 points. And as we saw, as we've seen, it's even a greater margin than that. So it really wasn't a surprise. Uh, What happened? Uh, like I said, it went up and down. You know, if you think back to the, the spring, Gavin Newsom was riding high. He, he, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic. The state budget had a lot of money and he was spending it uh, a lot, uh, you know, to help people out, to help businesses that had suffered. California was roaring back uh, was his sort of his motto. Things changed. Uh, obviously, people came. The opposition was more focused on problems with the state, uh, uh, the wildfires, mismanagement in the unemployment system. But uh, also the Delta virus sort of slowed things down and and, and retarded the progress. So that's when things kind of uh, narrowed up. But frankly, throughout this, Newsom's uh, handling of the pandemic was pretty highly rated by by voters. So while the Republicans and the pro-recall people thought that was a real uh, vulnerability, it actually turned into a strength. The big thing really, of course, was Larry Elder getting into the race. Um, as we know, controversial talk show host and as a radio talk show person, you say uh, a lot of controversial and divisive things came back to haunt him. But also, he didn't back away from his stances, uh, you know, anti-abortion, uh, anti-gun control, anti-minimum wage, for goodness sakes. And that's just at odds with a majority of Californians, as polls showed time and again. So what was remarkable is that a recall of the governor is supposed to be about what the governor's done turned into a referendum on Larry Elder. And that's where Gavin Newsom really, um, really strove to the finish line. Yeah, I saw a video of Elder last week. Uh, you know, he wasn't committing to accepting uh, the results if he was defeated. Um, you know, have Republicans accepted this outcome? Well, interestingly, you know, he, along with the former president and others were declaring that it was rigged even before the votes were counted and released. So that tells you something. That's what that's the Donald Trump playbook. He did that in 2020. So set up the atmosphere for this notion of fraud that unfortunately a lot of people believe, despite there being absolutely no evidence in any substantial way. Um, On election night, Elder in his speech, I won't call it a concession speech, but he didn't um, he didn't go there. He, He had talked about the suspicions and, you know, looking for shenanigans and even had a website up for people to. Uh, you know, file complaints or, or observations of fraud. He just sort of moved away from that. I think when you, such a huge margin, it's really hard to convince other than just some people that are far out there, something's untoward here. I mean, maybe there were, there's always some issues around the edges in voting, but uh, that kind of fraud would take such a conspiracy and so many people, it would be impossible to keep that secret. Do you think he'll run again? That's a good question. Uh, he's sort of suggesting he might, if he wants to, he probably will be the Republican candidate in 2022. He had suggested earlier that that he he would. Uh, the results has encouraged him. 
he ended up so much farther ahead of the other Republican candidates, including, of course, former San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner and Rancher Santa Fe businessman John Cox. So he likely would be the Republican uh, candidate um, uh, and possibly squeezing out the other people. That's not good news for the Republican Party. I think we've seen that, that there's just, well, he's sort of rallied the conservatives. Expanding his uh, appeal beyond that it would be very difficult, if not impossible. I think Gavin Newsom would welcome uh, a re-election campaign against Larry Elder next year. Kevin Faulkner, the former mayor of San Diego, captured about 17% of the vote locally. Um, Elder got 43%. Were you surprised by this? Or what, do, what, you know, what does this tell you about uh, Kevin Faulkner's political career going forward? I wasn't really. Again, you know, we always have to be careful of the polls, but, but uh, the last round of polls were consistent in terms of Elder farther out in front than Faulkner and Cox and some others, uh, handily so. Um, I think actually Faulkner ended up better than some of the polls showed him, but that's really nothing to, to uh, you know, be pleased about. And his uh, political future, I think, is in doubt, especially if you've got somebody like Larry Elder um, in the mix potentially running 2022. I think the problem um, that Faulkner has, and it's been a concern all along, is once you get to the statewide stage, it's so much more partisan than even local politics here in San Diego. He's a moderate Republican, and he just wasn't able to, to bridge the gap between appealing to conservative Republicans and uh, you know, more progressive people whose votes he, he would need to, to really advance. What role did surveys play, do you think, in, in the, the outcome of this election? Well, it's interesting, Christy, because I think there's been an argument made that the early polls that showed Newsom in trouble uh, played a lot. The big concern was uh, not so much that, that people wanted to get him out of office, most voters, but would voters actually participate in the election? There was all this notion that, that uh, there was a lack of enthusiasm among Democrats. A lot of people didn't even know there was an election. It's an odd, odd year, odd time of the year. Plus, things seem to be going fine for the most part, in, like I said, into the spring, early summer. Um, so when the polls suddenly started showing this was close and that he could actually lose and be thrown out of office, that gave a wake-up call to a lot of people. And that, that information actually benefited uh, Newsom and the, the unions and the other folks to, to rally their, their people to make sure they knew this was important. You know, it, it's kind of funny because in the spring, there was some notion that Hey, things were looking so good. And I think the very early polls said people weren't, you know, were fine with Newsom. Were the Democrats going to have to manufacture uh, a sense of urgency? And so the poll might have helped them do that. Uh, uh, you know, the, the one final thought on that is that when it was lost in some of the polls is that people, the uh, voters in general, weren't game to remove Gavin Newsom. But when they tried to figure out who the likely voters were, Obviously, the, the Republicans were more engaged, and that's when it really narrowed. So I think one of the problems here is that pollsters were struggling with who was likely to vote. That's always been a big concern and a big difficulty with polling, even in the best of situations. As we know, the recall is such an unusual animal in, in an you know, unusual time. I think that it was more difficult uh, for them to assess. Well, speaking of some of those polls that showed Newsom performing badly early on, one of them was done by Survey USA, actually for the San Diego Union Tribune. They came out and said that the poll was flawed. What happened? Well, this was their previous poll, not their last one. 
and basically, uh, you know, I won't get into the methodology and the questions, but the way they set up the questions, the order of the questions, and some of the wording uh, contributed, I think, in their view, to the, the, the that poll showing that the recall was winning by a large margin. Uh, that was an outlier to the other polls. The polls did show it narrowing, but but it got sort of lost among a lot of people that all the other polls still showed more people wanted Newsom to remain in office. It's just that suddenly it was getting close. So that poll was you know, viewed skeptically. And then as we saw when they did their final poll, which was in line with you know the poll, all the last round of polls were in sync. They did a bit of a mea culpa and acknowledged that, that the previous one had issues and they changed things. And that was the result they had. I think also that poll and the other final polls also had the benefit of actually, you know, looking at voting trends. People had already started voting, so they were getting a clearer, you know, more concrete picture of uh, how the vote was going to go. A lot of Democrats have been calling for changes to the recall process. Is there any real conversation surrounding that? There is. Uh, you know, conversation is one thing, whether there will actually be action. Uh, some people smarter than I suggest that they're really going to need a bipartisan agreement to do this. It's something that would have to go to voters. Um, and the it is easier in California than just about any other state. It takes 12 percent uh, of the you know registered voters of the previous statewide election sign petitions. As somebody jokingly said, 12 percent of the people probably believe that there's microchips in the you know in the COVID vaccine for goodness sake. So. You know, that, that's a little bit of a slam against some well-meaning people that did sign the petitions because they were frustrated with the way the state's going. But a, a couple of thoughts is that a raising the level of signatures, the number of signatures needed to, to qualify this for the ballot, or allowing the incumbent who's the target of the recall to run with the other candidates. I mean, again, to re review, now we're all more familiar with it, but it's such an odd election in that it would take a majority of voters to reject Gavin Newsom, yet the, uh, the candidate with the most votes uh, would win the replacement race. So in theory, Newsom could get more votes and lose office if he got like 49%. And uh, Larry Elder with 45 or even much less um, could, could, uh, could replace him. So people really want to take a look at it to see that because I don't think that's really democracy. Now others are saying, look, recalls are so rare, uh, let's not mess with it. It's a very difficult thing to qualify uh, a recall for the ballot, and this was an unusual circumstance. Okay, so Newsom is safe for a little over a year. I mean, what are the lessons here, and do you expect him to make a, a run for higher office? Well, I think, you know, that's going to, conversation going to start again. Remember, he and some other governors, particularly Andrew Cuomo, who's no longer in office, but in the pandemic, they were getting a lot of credit, a lot of attention for how they were handling it, basically positive reviews. Uh, so their name came up as future presidential candidates. Let's face it, it's about anybody elected to the uh, governor's office in California is at least in the conversation at the outset of whether they are, you know, presidential timber, as we always used to say. Um, recall obviously uh, threw uh, a curveball into that, but his convincing win was very strong. Now he goes into the election year next year. Oh, I don't think any named Democrats are going to challenge him. And it's unlikely any Republican can, can win in the state, period. Certainly not if it's somebody like uh, Larry Elder with those kind of views. Uh, so if he comes out with a big re-election victory, sure, he's going to be talked up as a potential presidential candidate. And this, this recall will be 
just something in, in history. Now, that's a lot of speculation, but uh, I, I think if the recall was close, we'd be having a different conversation. You can find more news online at San Diego Union Tribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening. <laughs>